Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Colleen Miller. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Colleen. Hey, guys. How are you? We're, We're good. doing good. We're doing good. So let's yeah. get this thing started. So tell us a little bit about you. Kind of like, what do you do? Um, I sell houses. Ooh. I sell them. I buy them. Not for me personally. I'm an agent um, in the Denver Boulder area of Colorado. Um, yeah. So I like to say I help people make their dreams happen. I like it. I like it. So when you were... When you were younger, is this what you had planned for the future? You're like, I'm going to go sell some houses. No, 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 oh. no, no. Okay. So I was really <laughs> trying to figure out, I was not the kid that was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a teacher. So I called my parents and I asked them. And apparently the thing I always said was that I wanted to be a mud wrestler. I don't <laughs> okay. know what that means. I don't know what that do means either. Why. That's like very bizarre. So I ended up Googling like the, that. What was I doing? Like childhood <laughs> and was like mud wrestlers, like late eighties, early nineties. Apparently the Smurfs had a big mud wrestling thing. So I'm going to blame it on that cartoon. Okay. Um, but once I got through that very odd phase, um, I just always wanted to be like in something in like, I was always an athlete. So for me, you know, when you're a kid and you're an athlete, you think you're going to grow up and be pro. So yeah, really didn't go past that. That was really it. I like it. Okay. So what kind yeah, of how, led you into real estate? Yeah, how'd you go from mud wrestling yeah. to real estate? Yeah. Like, we got to know this difference here. We got another story. It's a tough one. Uh, well, I was, you know, I was sort of thinking about this. My mom was an interior designer mm -hmm. and my dad was in, my dad's like a business guy and I would always tour homes with my mom. It was like yeah. her thing. So I think that's where it started. And then my first job out of college, I worked for a builder and then I didn't revisit the real, and then I left, that was like two years. And then I revisited real estate maybe 10 years later. Nice. So I took, okay. and in that gap, I was an event planner. So it, it, a lot of it feels the same, like the client relationships, mm -hmm. the helping people achieve things, but just a different space. Yeah. And you're especially like doing the, the event stuff. You're like, well, we're trying to get to the closing table. Okay. Here's our event. So let's plan it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was definitely different. I did like high end, like luxury weddings. Oh yeah. They're, okay. Um, so it was, I feel like real estate is more of a long term, like I'm setting, like, you know, I'm setting you up and helping you get into this thing you've been dreaming of for a long time where it just didn't have that same, I didn't get the same, I don't know, feeling from event yeah. planning. Yeah. I loved doing it and I loved being in the moment, but this brings me a lot more satisfaction. How did you make that transition? Did you kind of just jump all into real estate or how did that kind of work for you? <laughs> this is fun so <laughs> i got i moved from the east coast to colorado okay three-ish years ago and i wasn't here very and i had started the real estate process on the east coast and then i moved here and i thought well i don't i don't know anybody like how am i going to do this and i sort of thought just do it right so i signed up to get my license meanwhile i was working full-time in the corporate event space and then in it was like February 20th or something, 2020. I was, I'd gotten my license about six months prior and I was doing it part-time. I was doing, I was like a showing agent and I was helping. And in that time, it was really important to me that I found a team. Like I did not want to be on my own. I really wanted to be surrounded by people, like magical people. And I sat down with 13 teams 
And of course they all are like, come on, we're the best. Yeah. Um, and then it was early February where I met the team that I'm currently with. And I was like, I mean, it was like meeting a bunch of unicorns, like no joke, these people are magic. And so end of February, I quit my full-time job and I'm like, I'm going to network and I'm going to like get out there and I'm mm-hmm. going to hustle. And then the world shut down. <laughs> yeah. Was it the same time? Yeah, Wait, the what was that one. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty crazy, but somehow it worked. Like I had a great year and I've already like done significantly more, um, this second year. And it's just been like, when you're forced into that space, you almost have to figure it out. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of a wild ride. A lot of things happened in 2020 other than the pandemic for me. And it was amazing that real estate just kept, like, I just kept getting clients and kept closing deals. And it was, there's a lot behind that, but hopefully I didn't ramble too much in that answer. No, you're good. That was perfect. A little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have a question back with this kind of, so you said you sat down with 13 teams yeah. before you found your unicorn team, right? Oh, a lot of damn. people don't Truly. know that you can go with other teams or like you can like interview other people. How did you kind of come about knowing that you can decide on who you want to go to and interview that many? So I think when you first get your license, something happens in like the real estate, like universe where they find out and you start getting all these phone calls. Right. So my first like two or three teams that I sat down with came to me and that's where I was like, Oh, I have, I have an option. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it was getting to the point where my husband said, can you just start with someone like, it's yeah. like just, just start? One. Cause at the end of the day, like, does it matter? But to me, and I think yeah. this has a lot to do with like being an athlete, it was important to me to be on a team. And I just sat down with, I mean, I would hear about a team from somebody or I would keep seeing something about a team. And then I would call and I would just sit with them for an hour and like hang out. And it was really about culture for me. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the team I'm currently with, it was actually a friend of a friend said, you should tell your friend about this team. And they don't usually take like newer licensed people, but they took a chance on me and it's been pretty incredible. So that's awesome. Yeah. I like it. So you said it started out. So how, how did you, uh, how did the, when the world shut down, how, how did that go for you? Since that's kind of right when you're starting out, you're kind of just winging it along the beginning. You're like, I don't know any different. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's interesting too, because my team doesn't really preach like you need 50 phone calls a day. Um, they're really about like just being yourself, putting yourself out there, but they are really about like working your sphere uh-huh. and being newer to the state, newer to the business. I didn't, I felt so like self-conscious about that. Like I don't have a sphere, like what mm-hmm. am I going to do? Like it felt, and it also just felt weird to be calling people. I don't know. It It, it was, it was interesting, but the thing is during that time, so many people were lonely and isolated and they just wanted a friend. And so I was literally just calling people without even thinking about real estate to check in. Like, yeah. how are you? Like, this is bananas. I mean, we couldn't meet up. All we had was a phone. Yeah. So that definitely helped. Um, and then some referrals from like, um, I had friends from the East coast who moved to Colorado and we just ended up like reconnecting. And one of the things that was really interesting was my first, I think four or five deals, they all were working with another agent when they met me. Huh. And okay. 
I knew like, so I'm not even talking to them about real estate Mm -hmm. because in my mind, like you're good, you're locked up. Like, I don't, I'm not touching that. I'm not getting in bed with that. Like that's not right. right. So we're just talking about stuff and may then would approach me and say, how do I work with you? Because I feel like you've asked me more about me in five minutes than this person's asked me in three months. (laughs) So that's a lesson though, right? Like you have to mm-hmm. genuinely care and genuinely like make connections with people. Um, cause that's, I mean, that's really where all my success has come from. Yeah. It's the human, the human connection. Yeah. So, yeah. Building awesome. relationships is huge and you do that naturally. So it's, and it's I, like, I'm like, Oh my God, I get you on a podcast and just talk to people that I've never met. Like, I love that. That's not everybody's cup of tea, yep. but like meeting new people and finding out about them. Like, I don't know. I love it. And I like it. you know, yeah. That's when awesome. When you first started out, I know it was kind of a, a rough time with the world shutting down. Is there any advice that maybe you'd gotten from your team at that time that kind of just like stuck with you and helped you through that time frame? So... Yeah, this is, I'm glad you asked this the way you did, because one of the biggest pieces of advice that some of like my mentors and people I look up to always said is just be yourself, just be yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And it'll come. And my thought was always in order to be yourself and then get business, you have to believe in yourself and like yourself and really understand who you are. Yeah. Now we're getting into a whole other dimension of conversation, but like a lot of people don't do that. They don't get to a place of like fully honoring who they are in order to then put that out into this, into the world, into the space. So in addition to the pandemic in June of 2020, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. I'm fine now, but that added to the insanity and chaos of the year. So I spent a lot of the time in a hospital or in my bed, mm-hmm. but I never felt sad side note because everyone no one else was doing anything either so it wasn't like I was watching people on like beach vacations drinking pina coladas I was like oh everyone was at home still yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. I was like well this is gonna happen this was the time because you know but once I went through that it was really like I was able to really honor who I was and like when you go through something like that you just sort of let go and you surrender to what is and whoever you are and then whoever you're putting forward I mean, if being yourself is the trick, then you got to know who you are. And that helped me understand who I was. And so the biggest and best piece of advice for sure was to be myself. It just took me that to get it, which is not cool. I don't recommend that avenue for everyone, (laughs) but yeah, it was great. And in hindsight, it was like, it was such a gift. I like it. So uh, what are some of the goals you got coming up in the next uh, year or so? Man. Just more talk to more people. Probably, but well, the expected (laughs) answer, right. is like, I want to double my business. I want to do this, you know, and I've done that this year already and we're halfway through. And so of course those are my goals. Like I want to keep growing and building, but like, Mm -hmm. I really want to enjoy the journey as it's happening. That's something I've learned in the past six months is it's been a very intense six months, like tons of business. Everything is great, but maybe not consistently chasing and enjoying every victory and like stopping for a second and, you know, realizing what's happening. Yes. And so my goal would be to be more present within each part of the journey because it's, you know, everyone has a goal, but then when you get to that goal, what happens? Yep. What do you do? You make another one. 
Yep. <laughs> you make a bigger one. Yep. And then there's more. It's always more, 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 more. So how can you just be wherever you are? Yeah, that's awesome. So that's a weird goal, but that's it. I like it. We'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like it uh, what's what? Let's let's change it up a little bit. If you had to start yeah, all over today and you only had a thousand dollars, like with all the information you have now, like just starting like in this time compared to a year or two ago, yeah. Uh, what, what would you change, or what would you so, spend? Your- honestly, I find this question very interesting because I think I I want to like pop a myth here. I don't think you need a ton of money to get started in real mm-hmm. estate. I think you need to have a plan for yeah. sure. And you definitely need to have already have some money like in savings, whatever, because you're not just going to, or maybe you're working and do it part-time until you feel like you're ready to, to go to launch into it. But I would probably use the thousand dollars to pay for a babysitter so I could get my license faster. I like it. I like it. That's brilliant. I like it. That's perfect. So forever, 178 hours in Colorado. I mean, that's like, that's a lot. And wait, that's how many full time you got to do 178 hours in Colorado. Yeah. So fun. And I have two kids and I was working full time. So I would use that thousand dollars for a babysitter and then I can get it done way faster. I took my sweet time, man. I mean, I just sort of like did it. Yeah. It's it's like 40 hours in Michigan. So we got a little less. A little, that's, man. Is that state? I think so. I'm not real sure. I'm not I'm not real sure of the whole scenario, but I all I know is everyone just keeps telling me 40 hours. God, I wonder. Now I'm like questioning everything. Show notes. We will confirm or deny both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Show notes, yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Anyways, what is like one of your uh, favorite business books or any books that you've read that kind of sticks out for you or you've learned a ton from? Okay, this is like major nerd alert because I I have a problem with like business books and like any sort of development book. It's like a serious issue for me. I actually forced myself this summer to read less of them and to try to get lost in a story, but it's hard for me. Um, So uh, principles by Ray Diallo is one of my favorites just because I think understanding how his brain works is I'll never be him ever. Like I, I've owned that, but that's pretty interesting. Um, there's a book called mindset by Carol Dweck and she's, it's all about like growth mindset. So, you know, I think it's so much easier to think you're going to fail, right? Like like when you start something new or you mm-hmm. make a big goal, it's easier to think, well, this isn't going to work out because of this, and this isn't going to work out because of this. But what if you thought the opposite and you thought, what if this does work out? Like that would be insane and crazy and amazing. And if you sort of like lean into that instead of the fear, you know, everything can just sort of, it's like being in a place of receiving, but that growth mindset is huge. And then happiness advantage the slight edge is like one of my tops. Yeah. So you asked for one. I mean, I could. I like it. We'll, we'll take all of them you got there. We're there's good. a handful. Yeah. We'll take all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So what's your favorite way to market? Like what, what is your favorite way like right now? Like maybe it'll change over time, but what's your favorite way right now? You're like, I love doing this. To like reach people and like get together. Yeah. Is I guess or uh, just any kind of marketing for like what you like doing every day. Um, 
You know, I like, I still call people. I mean, I'm a big texter, which I know is like not everybody's cup of tea, but I've learned that a lot of people prefer that they've gotten mm-hmm. into their own solo spaces, particularly after 2020. But I just like to get together, do stuff outside, um, connect over coffee, you know, like whatever anybody's up for. I just like that face-to-face interaction. And I usually yeah. prefer one-on-one mm-hmm. or like with a family or a couple than like a big thing. Cause I feel like I get, I get lost and sort of, it's not my favorite. I love a party, but not with the intention of like, yeah. you know, trying yeah, to share trying anything. To, yeah. I just want to be present. Yeah. That's awesome. How can, how can people get a hold of you? Um, they can email me Colleen, C-O-L-L-E-E-N at home with impact.com. That would probably be the best way. That's awesome. Hey, is there anything else you want to share with everyone before we go? I just hope everyone is super jazzed that we're like getting back into the swing of things and we're allowed to like do things and hang out, you know, still be safe, but you know, and I would like to tell everyone to come to Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. Oh yeah. But there's a lot of people here that would be mad that I just said that because there's like, stop coming into our state. Maybe not move here, but come visit. Come visit. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking at you, Taylor. I am looking at you. I'm going to come visit. I am. Yep. And you're going to call me. Yeah, and we're going to hang out and I'm going to yeah. show you all the things. <laughs> I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Cool. Business trip? Yes. Deal. <gasps> we're going to start planning yes. this. <laughs> yes. You guys can come and like, yes, we can talk about this later, but yes, I have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard it here, for, heard it here first. <laughs> well, yeah. thanks for having me. This was so fun. Yep. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, it was good. To, um, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Of course. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.